What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, exclusively here as always on the Casa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade J.J. Williams, and today we bring you the next chapter in the Viewisk Universe saga, what was supposed to be the final chapter of the Viewisk Universe saga, and as such, in its cast listing, very much has an Avengers Endgame feel. None other than 2001's Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, starring Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith, Ben Affleck, Jeff Anderson, Brian O'Halloran, Shannon Elizabeth, Eliza Dushku, Ali Larder, Jennifer Schwalbach, Will Farrell, Jason Lee, Matt Damon, Judd Nelson, George Carlin, Carrie Fisher, Sean William Scott, Tracy Morgan, Gus Van Zandt, Chris Rock, Jamie Kennedy, Wes Craven, Shannon Doherty, Mark Hamill, Diedrich Bader, Jason Biggs, James Vanderbeek, Renee Humphrey, Joey Lauren Adams, Dwight Ewell, Morris Day in the Time, and Alanis Morissette. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me here once again for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. And like I said during the introduction, today's film was originally intended to be the final chapter of the Viewisk universe. As such, it very much has an Avengers Endgame feel with the cast listing. I mean, you heard the names that I rattled off. You've got a bunch of people that have been in the films leading up to this. You know, Brian O'Halloran, Jeff Anderson, both from Clerks, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Jason Lee, um, Joey Lauren Adams, Dwight Yule, Renee Humphrey, all repeat offenders from the Viewisk universe, most of them reprising characters that they played already in the saga. Then you've got a bunch of new additions that Kevin Smith wanted to try to get into his film because he figured this was going to be the last chapter. So you've got people that were hot at the time. You've got Shannon Elizabeth, Jason Biggs, and Sean William Scott, all hot off of American Pie in this film. You've got James Vanderbeek, who is hot off of Dawson's Creek. You've got Ali Larder. You've got Will Farrell. You've got Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher, Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia, both in the film. You know, and if you've seen the other Kevin Smith movies leading up to this point, you know how many times Star Wars gets referenced. So to have Luke and Leia in what's supposed to be the final chapter of your film? Just saying. You have Gus Van Zandt, the director of Goodwill Hunting, reprising his role. You've got Wes Craven, the creator of Scream and A Nightmare on Elm Street in the film. Insane just looking at the cast listing. But we're not sitting here to talk about the cast listing. We're here to talk about the film. 
Let's get right into it here, shall we? As our film opens, our titular characters are hanging out outside the quick stop and RST video as they love to do. They sell their drugs and talk some trash about Dante Hicks and Randall Graves to the point where Randall takes out a restraining order against Jay and Silent Bob. Now that they can't hang around the stores, they go to visit Brody Bruce at his comic book store, where they learn that the comic book, based on their likeness, Bluntman and Chronic, is going to be adapted into a film by Miramax Films. See, at this point, you got to remember, in 2001, it's hot off the heels of X-Men blowing up. So the, the whole gag in the beginning of this film is that with X-Men blowing up, all the movie studios are trying to get their hands on comic book properties. So Miramax optioned Bluntman and Chronic. The pair then go to see Holden McNeil, the co-creator of Bluntman and Chronic, and they demand their cut of the royalties from him. Holden explains to the pair that he sold his share of the rights to his former partner, Banky Edwards, years ago. Now, after seeing the negative reaction that the film is receiving online, the pair decide to set out for Hollywood in order to prevent the film from being made, thus tainting their images. Or at the very least, they want to try to receive the royalties that are owed to them. En route to Hollywood, Jay and Silent Bob befriend an animal liberation group consisting of Justice, Sissy, Missy, Chrissy, and Brent. The organization is a front, and Brent is designed to be their patsy, who will free animals from a laboratory as a diversion, while the girls rob a diamond depository. Eventually, Jay throws Brent out of the van in order to get closer to Justice, to whom he's feeling an attraction to. Justice is kind of fond of the duo of herself, so she hesitates but reluctantly accepts to utilize them as the group's new patsies. Now, while the girls steal the diamonds, Jay and Silent Bob free the animals, taking an orangutan named Suzanne with them in the process. They are able to escape as the police arrive on the scene thanks to the van exploding, which leads Jay and Silent Bob to believe that Justice and the other girls have been killed in the process. Now, when Federal Wildlife Marshal Will and Holly arrives on the scene, he is oblivious to the diamond heist and claims jurisdiction due to all the escaped animals, all of which who have been recovered except for Suzanne, the orangutan. When the officers on the scene find video footage shot by Sissy of Jay claiming to be the clit commander, along with accompanying literature stating that clit is an acronym for the Coalition 
for the liberation of interrent tree dwellers, Will and Holly declares the crime an act of terrorism and calls for backup to hunt down the two most dangerous men on the planet. Jay and Silent Bob seek refuge inside of a diner and dress Suzanne up as their child. When Will and Holly realizes the political repercussions that he will face by arresting a gay couple, he allows them to leave, but then quickly resumes his chase. Jay and Bob escape into the sewer system, and Will and Holly is tricked by Suzanne into jumping off a dam. Suzanne is then abducted by a Hollywood animal acting agency. While Jay and Bob find themselves in the background of an e-news broadcast about their threat against Miramax as they arrive in Hollywood. Jay and Silent Bob are chased around the studio by security, encountering a number of different Hollywood-esque um, properties, if you will, during their time on the studio set. They encounter a movie commercial filming, Goodwill Hunting 2, as well as a Daredevil character in the background can be seen. They end up reclaiming Suzanne from the set of Scream 4, a film which, in reality, wouldn't be made for another 10 years. Jay and Bob end up in the dressing rooms for James Vanderbeek and Jason Biggs, the actors that are going to be portraying Blunt Men and Chronic. Suzanne beats up the actors, and Jay and Bob assume the roles. After meeting racist film director Chaka Luther King, Jay and Silent Bob are forced to fight Mark Hamill, who is portraying the supervillain Cockknocker for the film. Will and Holly arrives on the scene to capture Jay and Silent Bob, but Justice protects them, admitting that the clit organization was only a diversion. The other jewel thieves then arrive, Sissy, Missy, and Chrissy, and a climatic battle ensues. During the battle, Jay and Silent Bob run into Banky Edwards and are able to negotiate for half of the royalties that he received for the film rights. After Bob informs Banky that he violated their original contract by not getting the pair's permission before selling the rights to Miramax and therefore could face serious legal troubles. Justice turns herself in as well as her team into Will and Holly in exchange for a lighter sentence for herself and Jay and Bob's freedom. Jay and Bob then begin spending their royalty money locating all the people that badmouthed them on the internet, traveling to their houses and assaulting them. We then jump to the world premiere of Blunt Man and Chronic as the audience leaves the theater and despite 
the overall poor reception, Jay, Bob, Justice, and Will and Holly venture across the street for the after party featuring a performance from Morris Day and The Time. Once the credits run, we see God as she closes the book on the Viewisk universe. Like I said, this was supposed to be the final chapter in the Viewisk universe, hence the reason why we have God closing the book to end the film. This is a fun romp, and I believe this was the first film in the Viewisk universe that I saw. Could be wrong. It's definitely the first one I saw knowing there was an extended universe. I think I might have actually seen Mallrats back when it first came out on VHS back in the mid-90s because I was a big 90210 fan and seeing Shannon Doherty in a film. I probably checked it out for that. But I didn't get that everything was tied together. I had never seen Clerks, didn't see Chasing Amy, Dogma until many years I think this is the first film in the series that I saw where I knew that there was like this whole interconnected universe. And then I went back and I started seeing all the other films and how they all connected. Having done that, I did get a lot of the jokes and the humor without knowing the backstories of the characters and where all these people came from, how they were all intertwined. But it definitely becomes so much funnier when you know the backstory and you've seen these characters' progressions. And you get, you know, Dante and Randall from Clerks. And you get Banky from, and Holden from Chasing Amy. And you get Brody from Mallrats. And you just get all these little characters and these nods from the other films intertwined into this one film very much the same way that the MCU did you know as they built towards the Avengers and then continued the build into what became Infinity War and Endgame and how all these little characters and these pieces of the puzzle came back to play some that you hadn't seen in a long time but they all managed to come back and integrate themselves into the bigger picture at the end. I really, really enjoyed Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Now, it's not my favorite. It's not even my second favorite. But it's definitely up there in my list. When it comes to my ranking of Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back, I give it four out of five stars. It's funny. It's got great moments. I still, to this day, have not seen Goodwill Hunting, so I don't fully understand the Goodwill Hunting 2 scenes. But other than that, I get pretty much all the jokes within this film. That's the only part that I still don't completely get. But I realize and I know the fact that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon were in Goodwill Hunting. They're in the scene. Gus Van Zant directed it. He's in the scene. 
And I know that the guy who plays Damon's rival in the scene was in Goodwill Hunting. But I don't get some of the exchanges between the two of them. And I probably won't until I finally sit down and see Goodwill Hunting. But four out of five stars. What do you guys think of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? Those of you that are watching the premiere, let me know. Leave your thoughts and comments over here. If you're watching on demand later in the day, leave your thoughts and comments down here. Whatever you do, though, when you get out there on the internet, let's try to get those hashtags trending. Hashtag Casa D18 Studios, hashtag Renegades Reviews, hashtag Renegade Returns, and of course, the ever popular hashtag Shenanigans. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you guys get out there. Do what that commercial just told you. Go to teespring.com slash stores slash Jeff Meacham Network. All the official merchandise of the Casa D18 Studios Brotherhood. Get you your Renegade J.J. Williams shirt. Dad's not always on wrestling. Stat Boy Sports Bar. Hashtag Stat Boy Approved. Hashtag Shenanigans. Get you your official merchandise of the Jeff Meacham Network. Three different designs of the Jeff Meacham Network logo for you to choose from, along with Meachamania, Talk Wrestling, so much more. It's still summertime. Barbecues, pool parties, beach bonfires. Go to the Teespring store. Get yourself a tank top. You can choose from the Renegade J.J. Williams or Meachamania. Either one is the perfect accessory for those hot summer days and those hotter summer nights. Get out there. Show your love and support. While you're showing your love and support, do what that ticker tells you to do. Do you enjoy my content, my daily videos? Go to that PayPal. Send me a few bucks donation. Keep in mind, everybody, I'm not monetized right now. So the only way I'm going to make any money is if you out there go to the link scrolling across the bottom of the screen here and send me a few bucks donation if you enjoy my videos and my content. If you don't want to send money, that's fine. Go to the Linktree link that scrolls across the bottom. Click on the link for my Amazon movie wish list. Order me a movie. Keep in mind, it's my birthday month. Great way to send me a birthday gift is to go to that link tree, click on the Amazon movie wish list, and order me a movie. I'm constantly adding movies, constantly updating it. When it arrives, I'll open it on Renegade Recap as I always do, give you guys a shout out, and then likewise, when I can sit down, factor it into a theme month, watch it, review it, I'll give you guys another shout out and I'll show you guys the same amount of love and support that you guys show to me. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow, right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews when we reopen the Viewisk universe and we catch up with our buddies, Dante and Randall, and we take a look at Clerks 2, starring Jeff Anderson, Brian O'Halloran, Rosario Dawson, Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith, Jennifer Schwalbach, Trevor Furman, and others. You're not going to want to miss out tomorrow, right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel, right back here on another Renegade Reviews, when we take a look at Clerks 2. All my loyal fans and viewers out there tuning in, watching the premiere, leaving your thoughts and comments over here. 
Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate it. Likewise, to all my loyal fans and viewers out there, tuning in later in the day, watching on demand, leaving your thoughts and comments down here. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate it. I appreciate each and every one of my loyal fans and viewers, supporters out there that tune in on a daily basis. Thank you very much for watching, and I will see you guys next time.